Welcome to the Foul Original Podcast, where we take a foul look at professional wrestling. This is episode number nine of the Hat Take Roundtable, the Wrestling Watch Along Community Special, recorded on March 16th, 2019, featuring Tom from All Things Wrestling, Crazy Dave from Cracked Stream Productions, and Stephen from Stephen's Wrestling Ramble. Big thanks for their input and make sure you check them all out. The show begins after some important messages from some friends of the Foul Original Show. My name's Tim Farley. My name's John Kearns. And we are Our Bar Audio. A professional wrestling podcast for fans by fans. A pro wrestling podcast that covers all types of pro wrestling. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.com at Armbar Audio, as well as all of your favorite podcast platforms. What's happening, wrestling fans? I am Conrad Cushman, the host of Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans for the fans. And you guys can listen to my podcast on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Now, let's get back to the Foul Original Podcast. with me, Foul Original. You probably had me twice because I came in once there and I came in again. So this might be a hilarious way and we've still probably got hat take rant music in the background and that's gone. Bam. So hello everyone and welcome to another Foul Original. This is the Hat Take Roundtable episode number nine and we are joined today by several different wrestling watch-alongers or live tweeters. But first, if you would like to help support the channel, you could do that in many ways. Number one, you can do that by thumbs upping the video. Do that up there dj storms how you doing um you can thumbs up the video you can also subscribe obviously tonight that will pop up at the top of the screen and you can also of course go to a fouloriginal.com if i can get that up first go fouloriginal.com if you go to fouloriginal.com you will see my big old bird face this is my big old bird face that's not my big old bird face so big old bird face you can go ahead and click support the channel when you click support the channel take you through the two options there is a sub donate or become a patron if you become you click the become a patreon there are several tiers there that was two i need five the amazing spider eight five two dollars and you can become a hall of fame member if you do that i don't know what i'll do for you because my burning love for you is always but we have joined today by three individuals one of them is running late at the moment one of them i can't get in touch with but one of them is waiting ready to go that is crazy dave from cracked studio Productions, sit crack studio Productions p3 would you like to introduce yourself crazy dave we're on yeah hi guys i'm uh, crazy dave uh, crack screen productions uh enjoy uh the wrestling scene i uh, had a couple good friends ask me to to do it and so here we are and yeah I do other things including uh live streaming uh other things on like uh, video games on twitch i do a little bits of music i've been off of it for a while but uh 
starting to get back on. Mainly wrestling watch-alongs and gaming. Thank, thank you. Yep, thank you very much. So, uh, where, where can we find you at the moment? So, you're on YouTube and Twitter and anywhere else? Uh, yeah, uh, so YouTube, Cracked Screen Productions. Uh, Twitter is uh, at Cracked Screen P3. Uh, Instagram's Cracked Screen Productions, all lowercase, all one word. Uh, where we also have our own Facebook uh, Facebook uh, link there as well. Uh, for uh, we do Pokemon codes, so it's just easy to send you a chat through there, or a picture of codes. Uh, we do a lot of giveaways, so just codes, codes, codes. Send them as pictures. Uh, so that's cracked screen as a person. I'm also on Twitter. Uh, that's where I do 99% of my gaming at uh, CSP underscore Crazy Dave. I'm all over the place. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very, very much. So, yeah, tonight um, it is a wrestling community well it's a wrestling watch alongers special edition so some of you may or may not know that i do obviously watch alongs i do them for all the major pay-per-views and for raw and smackdown every now and then um and for like new japan and few other stuff now i have always been up at this time and kind of just watching other people because over here in the uk the time difference means that the show starts at like 1 a.m i've got to go to work in the morning i can't get away with it so i watch other people do it now there's someone that will be joining us in a minute from all things wrestling and that's tom from all things wrestling um he does it every single time there's other few people like danny and mike and Colbone and watch long wrestling and my fan cracks productions yeah i found crack screen productions the other day they they um are an amazing live stream so i was watching them i felt really included it was really interactive and i just kind of wanted to speak to them and see kind of where they came from so i'm gonna kind of start this round table at the moment with just us two and these questions apply to all of us so when we get our other guests to turn up um we can include them in it but for now i kind of gave people um, oh, there is um, Steve trying to get in, but he can't get in on Skype. We'll try and bring him in in a second. But I'm going to start up with the first question with you then, uh, Crazy Dave. And we'll I'll get the technicalities of getting Steve in. But um, first of all, questions that I was asking were... Get it. First of all, um, give us a little bit of an idea of how you got into live streaming. Like, what what was your journey here? Um, how did you get to your first live stream? Give us a little insight. Uh, well, actually, one of my uh, first ever subscribers, uh, KK416, shouts out. He's a good real-life friend, too. Uh, I know him quite well. He said, uh, you know, uh, you should do wrestling. You should do wrestling. Uh, you're into it kind of, like, you know what is it what, what you know you, you you're knowledgeable of it even though you've been on the outside for a long time so I, I started off let's see what it what it can be see if I can you know maybe get so get a little bit of a following and uh, uh, the, I mean the channel existed long before the live streams and I was kind of off and on of the channel itself but uh, first live stream was uh, was definitely recommended by a friend to do wrestling content and I was like, well, I don't know how else to do that besides point a webcam at myself and put wrestling on the TV and let's watch together. 
Yeah, and I mean, that's kind of where it comes for all of us, doesn't it? Like, I uh, started doing the live streams back in 2018. Um, I started them just one night, did Royal Rumble, uh, did it on my phone, and I just sat in the living room with a laptop in front of me and my Chromebook, and just kind of just went for it. It was it was weird, like, I'd never really done that before. I'd never really sat there and just kind of, like, chatted um, at the screen so like easily and it was so so simple to do um but hard because after a while you make a few jokes and then you're like ah oh. and if stuff doesn't happen so like what was the first um show that you did live stream for i think uh, I've, there's been so many because i cover raw smackdown nxt i cover all the major pay-per-views for uh both nxt nxt uk as well as the main roster uh there are just so many different streams um it uh I, i'm pretty sure it was a, a pay-per-view one pay-per-view or another uh october or november of uh 2018 so recently and uh, since then, it's just it's really been picking up steam. Uh, shouts to Smooths TV who uh, who who joined us and uh, you know very quickly engaged with us and was very interactive. So uh, you know, again, you know, it's just uh, the guys who have been there the the longest, you know, really make that difference because you know it's like you're produ- providing something for them that they keep coming back to, and it just. That that's the stat- satisfaction of doing it. the The first time was, you know, I, I I enjoy helping people, and if I can give you a laugh or you know even make you cringe a little bit, then I'm doing my job. Yeah, like we like I feel like sometimes I'm providing a service. Like I know that there was someone that once said to me, um, I haven't watched WWE for ages and they were like, Because I haven't been able to watch you on stream at the same time and I was like, That's really humbling, like it really truly is to think right? that people were like, We're not watching this show. I I um yeah, I, I watched I watch NXT and I did an NXT takeover special, did a watch along, did like a round table after. And someone came into the show, a guy called Chris Black. And he was like, I've never watched NXT before, but I watched it tonight because you said you were going to do a live stream for it. And he was like, I'm a believer. I'm watching it now. Like this is, this is me now. Like I want to watch this from now on. And I was like, damn, I've made like a fan of a promotion by just being there and saying like, we, we were just like gushing over the show. Um, what's been your, we're still kind of, I'm sure trying to get Steve into the show at the moment, actually. Um, he seems to be having some issues with his Skype. But um, what I wanted to, oops, just get back on. Sorry, folks, technical issues. But um, but yeah, so let's, let's, let's actually move into that very briefly. Give us some of, give us a little bit of an idea of how you set up your live stream, Crazy Dave. Give us a bit of how, what you've got to go through. Like, like, have you got a background in like computers? Like, how did you learn all of this? Uh, well, I mean, everybody has uh, somebody who teaches them, you know, little bits and bobs as they go along. Like, you know, this might make this better. This might make that better. You know, use this piece of software. Uh, but a lot of it, and and I mean, you know, you get taught the computers at a young age. You know, whether it's school or my like my my own father was heavily into it. But uh, just. Basically, it's all self-taught. I figured it out mostly myself. Again, thanks to a great many of people I can't even list who's who you know who have given me little bits that have helped along the way. But uh, mm-hmm. 
setting up this stream and getting to where the, the to the quality that I'm at now because that was the that was always the biggest thing for me whether it was on my own channel Crack Screen Productions or I was elsewhere was whatever quality I did today I don't do anything less than that the next time. So to to get to where I am right now, it's it's taken a, a fair bit of time. It's taken some clever financing, um, as you know. Uh, I'm not uh, I'm not rich. I'm not well off at all. Uh, in fact, I'm in the lower income bracket. I'm doing this for fun. Hopefully, it can catch on and become a line of work. But. Who knows? Uh, but uh, yeah, it's been a bit of a nightmare. Um, thought my computer systems would be strong enough to do gaming. Uh, they weren't because uh, that was something I wanted to do as well. But uh, it, it started off with a uh, with a Mac and a laptop, one running wrestling, one running the live stream, and a webcam pointed at me. But uh, you know, <laughs> now I'm using you know different streaming software and and whatnot. And uh, the 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 great part about a lot of Crack screen productions and just even in the name itself, uh, there there's I, I won't get into too many of them today because you know I tend to drone on, but uh, there's a a story behind everything in a sense, uh, including the name, my catchphrase at the end of every stream. Um, so like there there's a lot of the, the 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 channels existed a lot longer before I dedicated myself to crack screen productions. Uh, again, tried to help out friends, but it's it's been a journey, <laughs> long, long journey, a few years, uh, about three or so before it finally clicked. I like the puns. I like the puns. So we are uh, currently, those of you that are joining us, thank you very much, Dej. Thank you very much, Wolfred, for joining my fellow Brain Bustars. Um, I had, as I said, um, I took a bit of a sabbatical from the internet yesterday, just for one day, just to kind of recharge and reinvigorate the soul um because this live streaming um brian how you doing this live streaming thing is a long hard arduous process like right now i'm trying to figure out how to get someone in on skype and someone else is not running late but it's internet wise so i'm i'm very interested in this discussion more because we come up against quite a lot of technical hurdles like time zones so just for for an idea now, what time is it there for you, um, uh, Crazy Dave? You're in, where are you actually? Can you let us know uh, where you're from? Because it's quite yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, I get to watch Raw, uh, Raw Smackdown at about 8 o'clock. It's quarter after 7 here, just to, to give you an idea. So so they're, they're up in uh, oh, Eastern Canada. Standard Time. Now, because of that, Canada. they're on a different time zone to eastern standard eastern standard time canada so they're like normal time for stuff right here now it's 11 15 p.m gmt so whenever i'm watching a show there's a massive time difference time lag so for them it's much not easier but it's at a more sociable hour um for everything i do i burn the candle at both ends and then i end up feeling really tired all night and that's what i was going to say like if you're watching so you said that you watch um some new japan as well and that's a totally different time zone so how do you accommodate that into your life um the show starting at 3 a.m in the morning possibly <laughs> yeah true enough um so uh i'm one of those guys i i have sleep issues so i'm up till you know six o'clock my time a.m so uh it's uh difficult to to catch uh, even for example nxt uk as it uh, it airs a little bit earlier here 
So uh, again, there, there there just comes a point where you have to find alternative means to watch it. And uh, so what I do is I watch the uh, the replay of it after NXT airs. Uh, New Japan, the that was uh, suggested material again by one of my viewers, uh, Smooths TV. He said uh, we should watch All In. Uh, brilliant pay per view. Just say um, if mm-hmm. you want to check that out, my live reactions to it. It's a four hour thing. It's quite long, but there were some very spectacular matches, and uh, I, I, I very much glued to the screen. Was 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 that your first kind of introduction to all like the all elite wrestling being the elite and stuff? Yeah, that was my kind of my first taste of. Uh, I think it was Ring of Honor and uh, new, some New Japan members. Um, uh, I had been told that I should potentially watch that, um, as well as uh, AEW, which is another up and coming. Uh, as far as I know, it's up and coming, but. Uh, it was yes, definitely mm-hmm. my first taste of of wrestling outside of WWE or you know the Attitude Era with uh, with WCW and TNA and you know I've watched little bits of that but never anything beyond like the WWE direct competition, if you will. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we may have all things wrestling in the chat now. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Good, mate. How are you? Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Um, all right. So um, I want to do the same thing that I did. Um, I'm going to do the same thing that I did for... Um, say it's got a little message on Skype. Do the same thing that I did for... And the, our first guest, Crazy Dave from Crackstream Productions, and I'd like to introduce from all things wrestling. Um, I'd like to introduce Tom, Real King Tom. Um, would you like to give us a little intro, my friend? Thanks for joining us. Hello, how is everybody? It's an honour to be here today after working for shitloads of hours <laughs> and being late. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so so um yeah no like what what do you do all things wrestling like because you've come here hot off what doing what uh eight and a half hour shift mm-hmm. so uh so like i want you to just give us a little idea yeah you're a chef and i wanted you to just give us an idea of what you do we kind of let crack screen productions kind of take over for that one so um where do we know you where should we know you from and give us a little idea uh well as you said i'm on the all things wrestling channel which uh does uh live reactions to the weekly wwe shows as well as the occasional new japan and impact and i do a podcast weekly now Yeah, what's the name of that podcast? Uh, it's called the Last Shot Podcast. It's uh, very good. I believe that it's available on your YouTube channel. It's available on it your is, YouTube channel as well, in one of the playlists. So check that out. Make sure you go check that out. Uh, yes, uh, three episodes so far. I'll make sure that I get my guests shilling correctly. Yeah, the fourth oh, one's coming out. Sorry, on there's Monday. a bit of a delay. It's bloody Windows 10. You can... Hey, leave Windows 10 alone. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah, I work with computers. I hate Windows 10. I hate it. Yeah, you mentioned. I hate most operating systems in general. It's just a part of the trade. Uh, 
<laughs> okay, so on that note, what? So we, we've spoken to Crack Screen Professional, uh, sorry, Crack Screen Professional Productions, Crack Screen P3, um, about how his kind of setup is. How is your setup, Tom? Like, what, what what's your setup for how you do your live streaming? Uh, I use XSplit Broadcaster and... Uh, let me get the model of the webcam I use. I use a Logitech, uh, I think it's uh, 9,210, something like that, like one of the latest models, which does really good quality. I think I've got the same one. Yeah, you can't argue with the quality of it if you've got the same one. I originally used a phone, but then it's, it, it's kept, a damn it kept good lagging. webcam, isn't it? Yeah, webcam is better. See, this is what we're going to say, like, we... We took CSP back to how like he started out. So how did you start at your first live stream? What was your first live stream? What did you do? How did you do it? Like from uh, PC? It was what? for a Monday Night Raw. I uh, just sat there and watched it. And one person kept asking me really awkward questions about Mark Henry for the entire time. <laughs> like, um, would, you, would you rather chop off your own arm or have sex with Mark Henry, for an example? Oh, Literally for like two hours, <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, weird, but they're kind of um, used to that. How long is how, how how long is that? How long has that person watched you now? Are they still uh, in your chat like all the time? Or... <laughs> yeah, since twenty seventeen. <laughs> this is. See, I found I was on Periscope doing live streaming for a long time and I used to get a lot of trolls and stuff. And I found that most of the trolls that hated me the most, they became my best like like viewers. They turn up later on, they just be like, you know what? We like what you have to give. We like that you just let us get away with it for a while. We're actually gonna defend you now. And other trolls would come in and be like, No, 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 he's ours. Don't don't mess with him. Um who's your let us know let, let me know who your favourite troll was. Who's, your, who's been your favourite troll? And we're going to start with Crazy Dave. Who was your favourite troll? I wouldn't say a troll one? necessarily, but my uh, my biggest pesterer, the one who takes the uh, takes the chat to the farthest to left field as he could take it, or I'll allow him, is uh, Smooth's TV. He's always pushing the envelope. Uh, I can't. Uh, the the most outrageous one though is I had one particular person suggest that she was a chocolate lady and was interested in laying in bed with uh, my wife and I. So um, there's definitely some weirdos out there. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And and I mean I've only been uh, doing wrestling live streams about 6 months and I'm already I've already cl- classified that as our first groupie so right on. <laughs> uh, wow. Wow. I I mean I I I I have been offered coitus. But it was it was I was specifically like no because I mean this there's a there's a very interesting thing like we're kind of like I always put this on I put this on my Instagram like I'm a quasi internet celebrity hey there Ben Ben's list how you doing what how like in in real life how many people know of your alter ego and like actually sorry before that who's your favorite troll or things wrestling have you had anybody else other than uh, I've Mr. had a Mark few. Henry. One was horrifically racist, so I ended up banning him. It wasn't even entertaining. It just was really weird. And it came on like 10 different accounts just saying yeah, racist stuff towards Muslims too. and stuff like that. Which was Not really racist, shit. but just 
bizarre uh, accusations. Uh, one of my current viewers just kept coming and asking me to keep showing Raw and SmackDown on the stream, and now he just watches regularly and is not a troll anymore. So that's yeah. good. And one kept, uh, I can't remember, he kept saying he was a Mexican. Don't even know if he was, but we kept taking the piss out of him. He kept calling us racist, and we kept saying, Mexico isn't a race, so therefore we are this. And then kept bringing up points, and we kept disproving them, and it was really funny for about two weeks. <laughs> we just took the piss out of him as much as we could. <laughs> it was fucking great. See, like... Uh... That, that that is yeah like i was gonna ask this and i'm gonna ask so i think it kind of stays in this point like how do you deal with like idiots i just say idiots yeah because like ben saying this in the in the chat there was someone called jabs that was an absolute menace to me when i was on periscope and it was just absolutely hilarious when he had to kind of pull it all back but i constantly just do the I know what you are I know that you are but what am I to people I basically do that as a deflection sometimes garbage, what do man, you guys do to keep the reference. trolls at bay you're garbage I just you're laugh at you're it. garbage man I know I what you are but you're garbage man. yeah to be honest um, like, it's I that think whole thing if I they're watching get the they're watching you so all the time you get them weird people are like mm. I love you I want to do this or do that I get that a lot I say, okay, yeah. And they just stop, because if you actually agree to it, they're kind of like, okay? Yeah. As a chef. You're very right. I'm down, my wife's Uh, not, (laughs) was the answer to mine. But, uh, yeah, they they spend another couple of minutes and then buggered off. Obviously, as a chef, we have that kind of banter at work, so we kind of get used to it. So, don't bother me. uh, In the pre-chat. In in the pre chat that yeah in the pre chat that I had with Tom like I said that I've I worked in I worked in catering and I used to work in um, bars and stuff like that and I also kind of worked in the back like back house back of house as well so yeah. I was working in there I was doing some pot wash every now and then I used to work with chefs oh the banter oh you like believe me being on a live stream it's nothing if you're in a kitchen. You have to be on your feet so quick, so fast, unless you are, you are that's it, you're done. And oh, yeah. like, like, I think that me, it kind of gets you it, ready, gets you ready for so it. So good. Like, little, the littlest thing. Like, we have somebody who turned his girl, girlfriend went off with another girl, so we rip into him about lesbians as much as we can. It's so good. <laughs> he hates it. Like, but, like, it's a lot of it in your own... In, the, in your own community, it's it's like an inside joke, and I love it that we all have our own little mini communities. Like there's a guy called Brian Walsh in here, Ben's list, uh, DJ Storms. There's people in this chat right now who I know have seen me starting off on a on a phone to this to actually having like technically high production values on the show. Look, I got thumbnails and everything. Yeah, I was the same. I literally had a phone and that's but, um, it, and then proper webcam. Uh, and- Funny thing, yeah. Funny thing is, uh, Crack Screen Productions actually came because uh, my my first ever videos on my channel, uh, all the way back three three and a half years ago, almost. Um, I was literally using a uh, busted eye, like cracked screen iPad, 
cracked screen phone. So uh, I called myself Cracked Screen Productions because I was broke. I was homeless. I was doing it on cracked, like broken devices that only worked when they wanted to. So, you know, to, to be sitting in an actual room that's mine with a bunch of computer systems and whatnot that are running everything, it, it's it, it, it's very, very nice to have been able to, you know, to move that quickly. Definitely. I do agree. Yeah. But I owe a lot of that to my to yeah, my wife yeah. as well. Uh, I mean, I mean, very supportive. Doesn't really yeah, question so, so a whole t- tell lot. Tell us yeah. about that. Yeah, t- tell us, tell us a little bit about that um, crazy day. Like, what what role has your wife played in in the whole of your live streaming now? Like, you said that she's quite supportive. She's there at the moment. Like, like, what does she think of it? Uh, I mean, sometimes it it takes a it takes a reminder of what this could potentially be. Uh, I I often find myself often remi- reminding not only myself when I you know because it's easy to get discouraged when you're just starting out you're trying to to get things going, but uh, I remind myself and her that uh, in a sense this is building your stream, building your channel, building your brand. You're essentially starting a business. You you are you are a small businessman, and unfortunately, when you're starting off, you don't make money right away. But it, it can and hopefully will come. But but, uh, you know, otherwise she she's here every single pay-per-view that she can make it to. Uh, you know, she's uh, helping to fund the the live stream by uh, she's picked up some hours at a, at a local restaurant, you know, so that way I can quite literally be here to present myself to the Internet, to YouTube, to uh, to Twitter or to Twitch. Sorry, not to, uh, not Twitter. I don't really live on Twitter, but, uh, you know. So that I can basically do what I decided I wanted to do as my my job almost five years ago. But work's been tough. And... Yeah, it's it's been a while building it, but uh, you know, work comes and goes, and you do what you can. And it's been a process, like I said, getting to as uh, as foul. Uh, pardon me, eluded to. You know, we we start off on phones and whatnot, and then just. As we slowly, like like I said, meticulous financing, just to you know, can we afford to get this new computer that's going to allow me to get you know thirty frames per second for my video gaming without uh, without lagging or, or being choppy or, or anything like that? So it's definitely been a been a chore. Okay. Um- I'm going to take us to a question for both of you. I'm going to start with um, with all things wrestling. Um, so, who like when I started this, um, there were certain people that I looked at as inspirations, uh, people that kind of kind of I watched and I was like, well, I could maybe do that. Um, people like like what culture when before I started my wrestling channel as such, what culture um, and other like top tens and stuff. What is what do you think is the piece of wrestling content or point where you saw a channel or saw a video and went I can do that? Like when do you think that was? Um, I don't think I actually watched videos. I think it was more like I'd like to put my point across about things, and I thought might as well make a YouTube channel about it because I was making gaming videos at this point uh, on another channel, and I thought I'd like to do wrestling, and just kind of did that. Then I started watching what quarter after I started doing this. 
So I had no direct inspiration from any channels, to be honest. But the reason to live stream is because of what culture. The actual start of the live stream reactions was due to them. After watching their wrestle, uh, I think it was Royal Rumble reactions to AJ Styles. I thought, you know what? I can do live reactions like that. And just did it from them. Yeah, because, I mean, because it's like, obviously, I think a lot of your inspiration would come from my inspiration, YouTube videos, where it was stuff that it was just people, people creating content. Um, mm. And like now I look at maybe stuff like I'd look at top tens from like any kind of channel. I'm just trying to think of them at the moment. Stuff like What Mojo and a few other stuff. Um, Watch Mojo. Those are the videos that I looked at and I was like, I can produce something in that vein. But yeah, the live streaming definitely came from What Culture and it came from all of those people that started to do those massive long live streams. Um, Crack Stream Productions. Who who were your real inspirations um, for starting to do the live stream or just creating content as such? Well, uh, similar to all things wrestling, I uh, I initially started off wanting to do uh, gaming videos. I wanted to have me, uh, my my actual blood brother, and a bunch of my friends sit down, play a game, and just basically build. Uh, for example, I wanted to the initial one was Minecraft. I wanted to do Minecraft, build something where we all build our own little area, and then we just throughout the world we go and troll the hell out of each other blow shit up and you know add giant dongs or whatever right just just general trolly stuff um but the the earliest mm. channels that i was watching uh yogs cast shouts to yogs cast they're the, they're the guys that uh literally they ate a year and a half of my time watching every last thing they produced for the longest while um <laughs> More recently, uh, I mean, to, as for getting into the wrestling live streams, um, I and, and uh, again, I do uh, Pokemon drop like pack openings, and the, I give away the codes there as well. Uh, I alluded to that earlier, but uh, like basically, that was just uh, I went one week. I went looking for a. Can you point the camera at the TV, please? Can you show us the actual wrestling footage? Oh. I, I went. I, I'm not. I'm not that guy because I understood how YouTube t like copyrights work. Like I understand. I was silent about it, but I was looking for somebody who was like, ah, "Screw YouTube! I'm going to show it to everybody." <laughs> but uh, never found it. And but what I did find was a lot of people reacting to it and having a good time with their audiences. So I again, I said like, "Hey, I could do that. I enjoy wrestling." I'm a funny guy. I can take some banter and have some, you know, some people potentially come in the chat and talk shit. Like, I can handle that. I'm going to give this a try and it gained traction I went almost immediately and, uh, you know, every week now. Barring work, of course, because uh, contractor hey, um, work, you know, uh, last minute kind of thing. I'm just going to catch up with what's in the chat. So Alpha Review Reel, yeah, kitchen banter is the best. Damn straight. Um, DJ Storms, um, where do you think WWE goes for the... Exactly. Where did you think um, WWE goes for the IC title in US title matches at WrestleMania 35? We'll come back to that. Um, Wilford Watches, thank you very much. Um, Ben's Lists. This is one of those things that kind of motivates me. I'm loving this style of content. This is next level foul evolution. There's something that I wanted to create several years ago called the Foulvolution. It was going to be an evolution of content and analysis, and we're kind of getting there now. Um, and 
just talking about Joe being champ and holding it for a long time. The question I kind of had for both of you guys was um, with with what you create now, like there are other channels out there. There's loads and loads of channels. What do you think sets yours apart? Like, what do you think? Why do you think people come to back to yours every single week because you do get repeat viewers and i'm going to start with all things wrestling like why do people come back to you uh i just what think it's think generally my personality because i think people are looking for someone they can relate to while watching youtube videos and as a normal guy just watching wrestling that they love and can have a good conversation with so i think that's what sets me apart just making the average content for the average viewer I make stuff that I would watch myself so people can watch it. Amen. It's definitely mm. what I do. Yeah, and this is the same, same, same thing to you, um, uh, Crazy Dave. <laughs> same thing to you, Crazy Dave. Uh, before you, before you die, Tom. But first, to you, uh, Crazy Dave. What do you, what do you think? What, what do you think brings people back to you week to week, show to show? Um, I give everybody that Attitude Era bit that they, well, for wrestling that they that they wish that WWE would give us anyways um i'm a you know our humor is a little bit more risky we you know it's we're we're always welcoming people general personality bits um you know i mean again going back to my biggest troll he calls me daddy so i call him son you know it's it's just that that dynamic i'm like yeah that's the only way you get to call me daddy is if i'm calling you son that's just freaking weird man but uh you know it's it's just you bearing your heart and soul to the to to the world of YouTube or Twitch or wherever you're doing your live stream, yeah, and and that's and really just hoping somebody right. can appreciate you for who you are and what you're bringing to the table. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I uh, I wanted to also because I think the same thing. I I think that. But there's a, there's a whole industry, and I kind of said this before, a whole industry that's been built on wrestling. We a lot of what we do is we provide context and some kind of analysis and and our viewpoint as fans, as watchers of a show, at to what it is that we're watching right now and how this works in the grand scheme of things. Do you think that we really exist? Like that if we didn't exist that the WWE could do anything similar because I kind of bring this back to something which happened and it's and I kind of wanted to go and it's perfect time to bring you folks on here for WWE Fastlane the WWE did something very different it, we knew they were going to do it at one point they did their own watch along they put Pat McAfee there they had Nigel McGuinness and he decided to swear so they deleted the stream off YouTube <laughs> but he um what do you think about the WWE encroaching and stealing from, and it is stealing from their own fans. Uh, I'm going to take it to CSP first. Um, what do you think about the WWE doing watch on? Cause they got like 500,000 views. So they watch along, they deleted it, but 
Um, I, I mean, it, it, it's very hard to, to say in that regard because without the WWE, would we exist, you know? Without their their content, would we exist to, to, to put out live reactions? Well, no. Do they have a do they have a right to maybe do what they want with their own content? Kind of. Am I a little bit, uh, you know, snubbed that they would, you know, already getting loads of money from people who pay for cable and WWE Network and the, all the live events that go on when they can't with no cameras on? Uh, you know, like you make loads, you know, let let us have our little piece of the pie. So, I mean, like I understand them kind of, hey, we can get a piece of pie from YouTube. You know, we can get a little bit extra and line our pockets a little bit more, get ahead. Like I get that. But just, you know, at, at what point do you let the little people have their piece? Let the let the WWE universe decide who they want to do commentary. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm saying thing to you, all things wrestling. Do you think that this is going to take away from our very, very small pie to begin with, um, or do you think we're going to be bolstered by this and be able to do like a watch along on the watch along? I think they're going to try and take from what we can do because WWE don't like things that doesn't make them money. To be perfectly honest. So I think they're just thinking, well, this gets views. So if we do it, they won't get views and we'll get all the money. I think they're just trying to snub the little guy like they do with most yeah, of the stuff we'll, they do. we'll always be better because we're willing to push the envelope a little bit more. Yeah, uh, we I won't mean, take it down for one swear word. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's... <laughs> right? I mean... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I, 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 I want you to finish your part. Foul to... language. Holy crap. I'm behaving myself today. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, like I wanted to. Sorry, yeah. So I wanted to, as I said, I wanted to go back to all things. What? Why do you think that they take? I did a show, wrestling, weekly wrestling recap number eighty or number seventy something, and it got it got um content ID claim, and it got copyrighted claimed because I put bits of a YouTube show that they do called Are You Serious? What kind of things? And because this is gonna just mean that. I mean, I always have this theory, and I think that it's probably true. You know that we get, like, full Royal Rumbles and full, like, massive pay-per-views. NXT has been recently putting NXT takeovers on YouTube. The only reason that that is there is so that it's easier for the YouTube content ID system to pick up when we're putting video into any of the stuff that we do. And I know that that's why it's there. That's specifically Those why they're giving us random free content. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, like, because if you... But the one thing that I kind of wanted to bring to that was what kind of problems or what obstacles have you folks come up against when it comes to content ID, content claims? And I'm going to start with I'm going to start with all things wrestling. Um, then I'm going to give mine, and then we'll go to CSP. So all things wrestling. What um, situations have you come up against when it comes to content ID, copyright claims, and the like? Uh- NXT gets me copyright for audio on my live reactions and then it bans me for three months unless I can appeal it. I think the last one that they did it banned me but then the live stream went live again so there was no no way for me to appeal it so I got banned for three months with no way to appeal the ban so they managed to take me down for three months for me doing nothing wrong Ouch. That's ridiculous I know. Oh, okay. okay. Obviously, every time I put an appeal in, they have I was to. Like, so, have you got any back. more? 
Yeah, because they've copyrighted my fast, uh, whatever. Yeah, fast lane. I'm going to see if they've actually given it me back. Nope, still in dispute. They've copyrighted me for audio Is that content this fast lane? for three hours. Wait, is that Fastlane 2019? Yep. They copyrighted me for the audio on this. They never took the stream down, thank God. So it didn't give me any copyright strikes properly. But still, to claim the video with copyright is ridiculous. Because under fair use law, you can do live reactions. It's all under fair use. And they know that. Oh, okay. (laughs) So exactly, and was that oh, all right? So I'm going to give you mine, yeah, because mine was last year's Fast Lane, and I have had like kind of content IDs, as I said, on weekly wrestling recaps, and I've just went like fine, whatever. I had one once from TMZ for showing the David Arquette match in one of my live shows, the David Arquette death match, and I was a bit like, well, it's going to go for one of them, but the other one that I got was Fastlane last year. And last year I learned how to use OBS Studio. So I was using OBS Studio, it was Fastlane. I put, and people were like, show the, show the stream, bro, show the stream. And I was like, I'm not gonna show the stream. Go to the WWE Network, pay your goddamn monies. And then I got really angry and it's my own fault, but I was doing a watch along and I was watching it on my computer screen. So I just put it into a Chrome window, put it over the top and said, look, I'm watching it. It did the intro and then my stream just went down and people in my stream were like, your stream's just gone down. I'm like, that's a lie. Came back, I've been taken down. Luckily, I was able to appeal it and they didn't come back to me within the 10 days um, and I was fine. But it was manually taken down by the WWE. So there was someone sitting there searching for WWE live watch alongs and said, that guy has shown 11 seconds of our show. Take him down, take him down, take him down. And luckily I came back just before WrestleMania. I was so damn lucky. But, um, oh, that was really bad last year. Now, um, CSP. What about your experience? Um, I've only ever had the one video have anything uh, flagged for copyright. Um, the the TV admittedly was quite a bit louder than normal. Um, so, yeah, that was a thing. But uh, this particular NXT show uh, was about, what, two and a half months ago, somewhere around there. And it was, it was just particularly awful in my personal opinion. It was boring. I was dozing off during it. Like, and like me and my, my live chat were just sitting there ripping on this particular show. Um, they, and it was for about the first half of NXT. So they said, yeah, you know, uh, this is, uh, this, we're taking this down. You're talking too much crap, but it was, uh, the audio. Uh, so uh, since then, I've been very, very careful as to how loud I have my TV, um, especially during stuff like um, entrance music, uh, when the shows kick off. Like anytime there's music playing, I can only like when, uh, for example, when Raw comes in, the, the, the announcers are talking, but the music's still running. So I've got to have it at 15. And like if there's even a cricket going off in the room, you're not hearing it. But as soon as the music stops, you can turn it right up and and nothing. But if the music's playing and they catch more than two or three entrances, you know that NXT got got uh, they they blocked it. I couldn't in all countries across the world. So I basically just went on deleted it. It's like nobody can view this. Okay, bye. Like next. But I uh, definitely wow. try and be careful um, of the copyrights because I don't want to lose what I built. 
exactly. But no, that that's a major thing. Actually, I want to jump off on that point before I introduce uh, someone who just joined in the chat. Um, I. I, I look at this a lot of the time when it comes to copyright strikes and it comes to anything like that we can look at it in a very when it comes to YouTube how many copyright strikes is it three copyright strikes and you take it down uh, I was just looking at that uh, yep. three, three. three oh yeah it's just three. three so it's three copyright strikes and everything that you've just built is taken down it's absolutely taken down. It's a massive fear for all of us. And what we do is within fair use. It's totally within fair use. And sometimes using content ID and audio IDs to really, really mess with the little guy who's providing a, you know, a needed service within the community. We, we all buy like, look at this. I went to NXT UK and I bought merch. I, I'm wearing a Mustache Mountain t-shirt right now, yeah. I love to be able to bitch about the thing that I watch. And I like to be able to watch it with people who are of a similar mind frame and mindset as well. But uh, a good I, example I to what you're saying, Foul, is uh, to show Four Star. Yeah. Uh, they they, it's, it's, they were actually uh, encouraged by Akira Toriyama, the creator of Dragon Ball, to continue their bridge series, and YouTube flagged it. They actually had to, uh, to like, Google headquarters send in the letter that Akira Toriyama had sent, sent them saying, hey, thank you very much for what you've done. It's a satire of something that's a very original. You're rekindling the, the, the fanship of people who have watched it and encouraging people who haven't watched it to go and watch the real thing so uh, thank you very much for what you're doing and youtube pulled all uh, all 60 episodes or so on copyright claims when they have the creators it's, blessing. it's, it's like we, we we are we are very unlucky when it comes to youtube i'm gonna introduce um someone who um we were trying to get into the chat earlier on looks like it's working now it's steve from steve's wrestle wrestling ramble um i'd like to give you steve quick quick 30 seconds to introduce yourself we're going to jump you straight into where we are in this uh, conversation so steve are you there do you want to give us a little intro my friend Yes, <clears throat> yes, I'm here. Sorry for being late. Uh, yes, I'm Steve from Steve's Wrestling Ramble, YouTube.com slash YouTube slash Clean Zero Eight, and on Twitter at at the Ramble underscore WWE. And glad I finally got things fixed and uh, ready to continue the conversation. Okay, so we were just um, kind of getting to copyright claims and uh, and within wrestling, but I'm going to take us to one of the questions that we kind of had already, and it was... One second, let's just get back. I'm a place again. Um, we were talking about... This could actually be a nice spot if this is in the podcast for... We can go for a quite nice commercial break. I don't really know what time we're in, but this will be a perfect commercial break for the podcast time. Um, if you want to help support the channel, you can thumbs up the video or you can hit subscribe. Uh, where are we? Uh, and it is... Yeah, so I, I have, I've already asked them kind of where they've started and stuff. So I want to actually give you a quite a brief intro, Steve. So if you'd like to let us know um, how you started and what you do within the world of in the internet community, the internet wrestling community, because you provide a different service. You do kind of tweet alongs and you're involved in massive threads. Can you kind of explain what you do there for us, Stephen? 
Yes. Uh, well, as my channel is, it's basically a hold down by two podcasts. My WWE Steve's Wrestling Ramble, my NFL Talking Packers with Steve. And in regards to the wrestling community, I do my podcast every single week. But on Twitter, I pretty much am talking WWE every single day, if not just talking with people and individuals, part of that big super thread that I did create a year ago or whenever I did. So, I, so as many people that wanted to join with me, to talk pro wrestling, whether it's other YouTubers that I have worked with, collabed with already, and just people in general that I know are subscribers and fans of mine that want to uh, communicate with me more on a regular basis, that I have that opportunity for all of them to get their thoughts out to a plethora of people in that super big group thread chat on Twitter to be able to bounce off ideas, our thoughts, live tweet-alongs that I do for all WWE shows, Raw SmackDown, and pay-per-view events. Um, <clears throat> NXT, I'm trying to do more so of, but due to my work schedule, I'm not able to do the tweet-alongs for NXT. Uh, some pay-per-view events, I am able to actually do watch-alongs on my channel, and and I know I, I just jumped in when you guys were talking about copyright strikes and the three copyright strike law and everything in YouTube. For the few times that I actually have actually done an actual watch-along for uh, an NXT TakeOver event and a WWE main roster event, pay-per-view, I uh, haven't had any issue, though everything I do is audible. Um, everything, so from start to finish, I have all all the audio. So I think that's where I was able to be fine with. Um, entrances were still in there. Everything was in there non-edited since everything I do is on Google hangouts so um not even the ability to edit mm -hmm. so i just got lucky i guess in that case that they're hearing your guys's stories um on that regard but for me it's a lot of tweeting you know live tweeting during the shows and whoever is um chatty with me then we just chat along during the event to just have a have a fun time okay great great and um I, I'm going to ask the same kind of question that I've asked them, and I haven't really asked everyone else, so this can be kind of a fresh question. But um, and we kind of, kind of totally, kind of broached upon it. But what do people that you know um, offline in real life? What do they think about what you do? And we're going to start with all things wrestling, Tom. Um, what do people do? People know what you do in your real life, or that you're Rocket Man, that you do other stuff. Uh, yeah, everyone I work with is aware of it, and so are my parents. They get annoyed because I stay up till four o'clock in the morning watching wrestling, and I can be quite loud, so they get pissed off with that. But they're all supportive with that, and friends occasionally <laughs> come on for live streams and stuff, and the other people I work with don't really care because none of them are wrestling fans. But yeah, whoever knows and is wrestling fans are all supportive um... and join when they can. And to be okay. fair, like, have you friends. like? Did you did you have to go out and tell? Continue. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry, go on. <laughs> I got. I know, and it's really annoying, isn't it? Yeah, sorry. I did. I did. I tried to do um, a sing along with uh, Ruthless Aggression Pod, and I've listened back to it afterwards, and we're trying to sing "My Sacrifice" by Creed, and it's like this weird round. It's really annoying, but. <laughs> Yeah, what were you saying? Anyway, continue with that. Anyway, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what um what uh would have you had to go out and tell people like I'm doing this wrestling thing or did they just come to you and say, Oh, are you all things wrestling? Or were you quite open with it when you first started? I was quite open with it when I started, to be honest. I've met quite a few friends mm. through YouTube that I talk to on a semi-regular basis who I wouldn't have known without this. So it does bring people together doing YouTube and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm gonna take it to uh, we'll take it to Crazy Dave then. So, what? Obviously, you said that your wife's quite supportive. Uh, so, in in real life, what do uh, your friends and family think about think about this? Think about what you do. Well, uh, my mom, who actually has time to uh, you know sometimes watch, you know, we all have real lives. Uh, she's generally supportive. I don't talk to my old man too much so he really doesn't know but uh those who have internet enough to watch a live stream uh, uh not on mobile data uh they they tune in um most of my friends know that i do uh something on youtube they uh, they don't tune in very often again they're not wrestling fans or better things to do but uh mo- most of the people that uh have that uh, that I have come in and out of the channel uh, during any of my live streams were basically just people that I picked up along the internet, uh, uh, along the internet live streaming trail. They came in, liked what they saw, and you know decided to keep coming back in. But uh, the the immediate people around me, uh, my wife, uh, I have a roommate who you can sometimes on my live streams hear cussing and yelling at his own game. He'll come. And apologize on occasion because he knows he gets a little rambunctious. Uh, very supportive, you know. Uh, I've told him like during the day if we're awake, like you know, we have to arrange when we play music because copyrights are a thing. Uh, my playbacks get uh, muted on Twitch if you uh, have music or you know audio that's copyrighted playing in the background. So very supportive. Uh, my own landlord and boss tunes in on occasion. Uh, remain chooses to remain remain anonymous for his own. <laughs> reasons but uh you know he'll he'll send us uh basically trolly texts one of my one of my biggest life trolls if i'm honest but uh, he, he keeps me sharp and uh, and i appreciate him for it but mo- most of the people who who come in and and support the channel pop in say hi whatever the case uh we've even got a few lurkers um people who come in and don't say anything you know uh but yeah most of them are just people i've picked up and <laughs> Uh, to be very honest, whether my family approved or not, I'm almost 30. I'm going to put that out there. So I really could care less what my parents or any of my family think. This is what I want to do. <laughs> I want to put myself out there to entertain people. And sucks to you if you don't like it. Great answer. Great answer. Um, so let's take it to Stephen. So in in real life, uh, what do friends and family think about what you do? Um, how, do they know how much of an influence you are? Um, give us a little of an idea. Yeah, so for me, <clears throat> excuse me, friends, family, co-workers and others um, know what I do. Some ask a little bit more, you know, sometimes I usually just say, I, or they ask, you know, if you are on YouTube or I heard through so-and-so that you do this and this, is that true? Like, that's usually how the subject is broached in regards to 
friends and coworkers. Now, family, I already have told uh, because sometimes when I have people over or otherwise, I have to let them know I'm going to be doing uh, either a live stream or I'm going to be doing my podcast or I'm doing this or that for my YouTube channel. And they're usually accommodating. So with my family, they're very accommodating and understanding, though they're not wrestling fans. They could care less about WWE. They do respect my passion for it and respect my drive and determination to get into broadcasting and into um, and, and how much I love WWE and sometimes they even do watch but not for what I'm saying but for how I'm doing it like how I'm presenting um, and they kind of critique me sometimes on that and I appreciate that like my mom has done that a couple of times herself she's critiquing more of how I'm presenting it than of actually what I'm saying because she could care less about wrestling but uh, mostly pretty much supportive from everyone around and all the friends that I've gained in regards to the wrestling community I've gained through YouTube through um, just people that um, just pop off seeing one of my videos thought they were cool stuck around and then built friendships from there and I've had them on my channel their channel you know collabed many different ways many different times you know I feel I made definitely some lifelong friends as well through the YouTube wrestling community so as much as it gets bad raps for there's good things about it just like good and bad things with social media um, so I uh, Appreciate and love what I do, and um, kind of like uh, Dave was saying, you know, if people didn't like it, that's too bad. I'm doing what I like to do. I I agree with that sentiment wholeheartedly as well. Yeah, I I, I live by that myself as well. I mean, if I, I I kind of people that know what I do, it's weird because it's I do a lot more than they think. And sometimes it's like, oh, you just do this YouTube thing, yeah. Stuff like this, this requires a lot of organization, like running around, making sure technically it works, and be, remaining calm when all the technology is breaking, like just like halfway through this show. But it means that I'm able to kind of do that, and they don't realize the stress and the craziness of just sitting in front of your TV, sitting in front of your TV and watching stuff, the amount of dedication and time that it actually does take. Yeah, it's easy sometimes if the show's good. If it's a bad show, you have to sit there and watch a bad show for hours and hours and hours on end. I'm going to ask this question to all of you folks. <coughs> Royal What's Rumble. the worst <coughs> show you've had to watch? <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, Crazy Dave, give us what was the worst show you've had to watch? Um, I, I just kind of coughed over it, but <laughs> in a very, very obvious way. Mm. Uh, I was actually rather disappointed with the Royal Rumble this year. Um, granted, it followed an NXT pay-per-view, which are always, always, always lit. But I just found that like, if, you know, if NXT was an 11... I'd like to say that, you know, Royal Rumble was a nine, but no, it was very, there was almost no guess. Like, it was just, I, I didn't appreciate it at all. It was very boring. And then uh, the the, the one uh, NXT show that I got the uh, the copyright claim on, like I said, for I have for a 45-minute to an hour-long show, we were sitting there for the better part of 25, 30 minutes just bashing the hell out of it, so... A uh, couple bad shows, but uh, that's where your that's where your audience comes in, and you really start to you know if you're not enjoying what you're watching, that's when you engage with the with the folks who come by your channel. Hey, how's everybody doing? I'm not enjoying this, so I'm going to talk to you guys instead. 
you know, not that you don't talk to them anyways, but yeah, you, you engage a little bit more. Okay. Okay, same question, um, Tom, All Things Wrestling. What's the worst wrestling show you've had to watch on live stream? That is a hard one, to be honest. There's many shit shows. I'm going to say most of Raw from 2018. Every week watching a shit Raw. Oh, you watch Raw every week, don't you? Yes. Oh, yeah, I forget sometimes. Yeah, you have to watch Raw every week. Oh, Ugh. God damn it. Uh, yeah. Oh. I'm so sorry, well. I forgot yeah, that sometimes. Like, you have to watch it. <laughs> and to be fair, Royal Rumble was um, very, very meh at best. Take over was good, though. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Stephen, same thing. What's the what's the worst show that you've had to live tweet along? Or, yeah, what, what is the worst show? Yeah, I uh, tried to do a watch-along for both of the Saudi shows, uh, Greatest Royal Rumble and Crown Jewel, and mm. that was interesting, to say the least, in those two. Uh, usually, for other pay-per-views, when I'm doing the tweet-along and just tweeting, that's easier to you know be in, be out, talking about other things. But when, like you guys as well, with your actual watch-alongs more often, um, that when you're on camera and doing the actual watch-along for a pay-per-view event and it's not that good, then at least for me, in those two instances, I had to think on my feet of how exactly am I going to try to be even a remotely entertaining to the people that are here because I had a good handful of people that were watching live of uh, you know keeping them engaged and keep myself engaged because this pay-per-view wasn't engaging me at all and entertaining me at all so yeah the the two Saudi shows I um, I thought were going to be better than because uh, I was heading into both of them anticipating some you know some fun and things that they were going to do since they are you know paying all this money to do the shows over there and stuff like that so I was anticipating more than I got and uh yeah, that was a that was a rough road for those two shows. Uh, if I may, foul, I just want to address yeah, one I of your commenters. Uh, I think I'd have. Uh, yeah, one sec, one sec. Yeah, of course you can. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just give me. I'm just gonna give you mine. Um, so my my uh my worst show that I watched was Fastlane last year. That was mainly because it was an absolutely terrible show, and <sighs> I got banned at the same time. Now, uh, yeah. So CSP, yeah. If you go for it, um, what did uh, you want the, to address? Yeah, the last two. Uh, the one kind of answer. The, the second one kind of answered for me. But Raw's been terrible for over a year. Definitely agreed. Uh, I was my my retort to that was going to be it's been on the rebound, but uh, I can't read the uh, the blue text. But uh, the next person says it's better this year. It's it's definitely better by comparison. And for somebody who hasn't been watching, I'm, I've been loving this year's Raw. So. Okay. Um, now the 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 next question I was asking you again about kind of the live streams and stuff, and bringing it back to what Stephen said there, I made the decision last year when Greatest Royal Rumble and when the um, Crown Jewel show started, especially Crown Jewel, I made a decision, personal decision, that I was going to follow and I was going to cover the show, and that I was going to do a watch-along, and that I'd already booked the day off work, and yes, things were happening in Saudi Arabia which were, weren't were great, but this is an entertainment product at the end of the day, and I'm covering it like I should. What is there, has there been, 
any show which you wouldn't want to watch on principle and i'm going to start with all things wrestling uh no i'll just watch anything as long as it's not got anything horrific against it within wrestlers i wouldn't miss a show like i watched evolution which was as we all know pretty much just a we're sorry women here's a show because we wouldn't let you be in saudi arabia i watched that and it was shit yes be yes. honest but no i well i really liked evolution i liked evolution but no it's it was phoned in it, it would have it could have been great but they kind of just did it for the sake of doing it but unless there's some horrific yeah. event that really happens no like if a journalist dies i mean that's nothing to do with the wrestling product as you say but if there was an instant backstage and it made it controversial then maybe i'd consider it but unless there's that then no fair point fair point let's uh let's take it up to csp then next any show um that you would not watch on principle um anything uh no uh not not really uh there there is shows uh you know where i watched uh for example a couple weeks ago on a i think it was either a saturday or sunday uh again one of my viewers had sent in some fit wrestling matches made a whole playlist of it for like a, a three hour kind of we called it smooths old mania um uh, and uh, there there was one particular match where for a little while like i just kind of like had my 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 eye, hand over my eyes kind of like peeking through my fingers it was rather gory it turns my stomach stuff like that 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 you know it's not that i won't watch it it's just it turns my stomach a little bit because it's it's gory and but it's awesome still so it's like oh okay right between the okay too much uh, okay we're good now you know um but uh, pretty well i'm i'm open to anything i mean if the uh because uh for example i'm sorry guys because i know you guys are uk but uh shouts to dave mastiff just because he looks like me big bowling ball big butterball of a man but uh I, uh, Dude, I love Dave Mastiff. Don't you worry about it. I love him. Yeah, great guy. <laughs> yeah. Great wrestler. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but uh, I just, uh, in comparison to you know what's been around for years, I just very technical matches, very good matches. I just find UK a little bit dry for my taste. Uh, it's not as flashy, if you will. Uh, no disrespect. Still great wrestlers. I watch it. But uh, it's uh, I have a good friend of mine watch it, and you know that's one of the ones where if it's particularly dull, I try to avoid it. But uh, other than that, pretty well everything's on on the table. Like I like you mentioned earlier, I'm starting to maybe go into a little bit of ROH, and uh, if New Japan had English announcers and I understood who people were and what was going on in general, I might watch that. They do have English announcers. Mm-hmm. I would like oh. to put that out out there. You, you can find links for English commentary yes. and Japanese. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Um, I'm going to have to look into that then because... Uh, Very true. I haven't, you I, might like, be able to get like the I access. Said, I... You may be able to get the... Yeah, you may be able to get the access network there. Have a look for it on cable. I'm going to take this question to Steve um, from Steve's Wrestling Ramble. Um, what shows would you not watch on principle? Like you kind of mentioned um, Saudi Arabia and Crown Jewel, but are there any shows out there that you wouldn't watch on principle or for some particular reason? Yeah, for me, I'm pretty open to really watching anything. Um, I don't 
really see a situation scenario where I would be against the watching. Like the closest was with Crown Jewel and the situation there in Saudi Arabia, and I was on the fence. And if I was gonna watch it at all and do that watch along, you know what I what exactly what I was gonna do, but I decided to to do the watch along because I thought it was going to be a good show. Um, so I mean, that's the closest I've ever been to strongly considering not to uh, on the principle of everything that was going on in that. You know, situation, the journalist. But other than that, I'm really open to watching watching anything. I have no um, no issues, or at least any issues that uh, have come up yet, nor do I foresee coming up. I'm I'm open to watching anything. Okay, so we're going to look at um, wrapping this up now. Um, but uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. I know we've had a few technical issues getting it all working, but uh, thank you all for joining. Um, I wanted to ask just one more question before everybody kind of kind of left, and it was, where do you think that you see your journey within live streaming and stuff? Like, what's your end goal? Like, what, what would you say, when would you feel that you were a success? Because I'm not a success yet, I don't feel like. It's until I could do this in as a full-time job and not do anything else and just talk about wrestling like crazy. But let me take you to first, I'm going to start with um, Cracked Productions. What would be your element, what would be your point of success? When would you say, you know what, I've made it? Well, uh, at the at the risk of sounding like your echo, uh, I, you know, I'm I'm kind of just doing this, you know, talking wrestling, um, you know, maybe uh, doing a few of the other things that I dabble in that I haven't done in a year, you know, and, but just generally being able to support myself and my family through, you know, the YouTube and or Twitch community. Uh, you know, just to be able to to interact with these guys and provide my entertaining view and to to many different things, um, and potentially even have something that you know I can get uh, you know children, my children involved in, and you know maybe eventually once you know I'm too old and nobody wants to look at me anymore, pass that along to them, and and now they've got something that's going to support whatever life lifestyle that it is that they want to you know that they want to live that's great um let's let's take it to um to steve when would you say that you would feel that you were a success like what is that level for you what's that watermark yeah so when i first started when i first started doing podcasting even in general back in 2010 um and at that point, it was, you know, getting subscribers, getting the number count. That was my end goal. That was a high basis. But as I'm getting older now, um, and at the age of 30, uh, I'm more of wanting broadcasting as a career because I believe and feel I have found my niche. I found my my happy place, my home, my, my career, the thing that I love to do, and that's just talking pro wrestling, talking sports as well, uh, but specifically talking pro wrestling. I would like to do that as an actual career. Already been looking into schools for broadcasting, um, you know, finding uh, things to try to better my own broadcasts, you know, because right now I just do it through Google Hangouts. So I'm looking to actually get an actual camera, an actual setup, and uh, maybe not live videos as much, but, you know, better looking, I guess you can say, you know, visually, you know, created videos on the YouTube. Um, 
because everything I do is live. So I think for me, the end goal is a broadcasting career, making this my career, doing what I love. And as I, you know, as I say, you know, for anybody that's looking for a career, whatever field of industry that interests you, as long as you feel that while you're at, while you're working, while you're earning that money, that you're just having fun, that it's more fun than feeling like work, then you found your thing, then you found your your, your happy place, you found your career, and um, then that should be what uh, you strive to be. And for me, that's um, sports broadcasting, you know, talking pro wrestling, podcasting, whatever um, title you want to throw at me. That's uh, that's what I want to be as a career in making it. Um, making it my life because I just love doing it uh, every single week with the podcasts and and uh, the watch-alongs, the times when I do that. It's just fun, and I love it. Great. Um, thank you. And uh, last up, we're going to ask Tom, all things wrestling, when, when, uh, when is this a success for you? When are you a success? What would you, what would you say is your, your high watermark? You'd be like, this is me, I'm done, I've made it. Uh, my aim goal is to get a strong community of a few hundred people every week, constant viewers, having a good community to discuss and everything. I mean, obviously, I would, to make it a career would be amazing, but that's not a goal I'm shooting for. Because to me, I like it as a hobby, but if it became a career, that would be amazing. But I just want a strong, dedicated fan base more than anything, to be honest. To have that's regular agreeable. viewers. Just what I aim for. So that's what all I've done is just give my opinion and just hope to bring other people involved with it. Okay, that's great. No, that's great. That's it. I mean, that's what we all hope for. And that that's kind of why I like to do these roundtables as well. It gives a chance for all of our fans to see what we do and our communities to kind of intermingle. And I think it's a great thing to happen. And I hope that you guys, uh, some people, I thought someone, KK, look, there's Nathan Wallace, Bay Bay in the house. Nathan Wallace, you'll have to check the, the end of this show, but please check these folks out. Um, amazing people. I'm going to end the show now by first of all saying of course if you'd like to help support the channel you can do that in many ways by thumbs upping the video and you can also hit the subscribe button at the top you can also go to prowrestlingtees.com slash foul rep the foul massive with a t-shirt i can't believe that i made that my slogan rep the foul massive with a t-shirt you can also go to my patreon foul, um patreon.com slash foul original and you can also check me out on fouloriginal.com twitter's at foul underscore original that's where all my weird stuff happens tomorrow we'll be going live with a weekly wrestling recap happening at 8pm GMT that's the weekly wrestling recap number 97 I think and I don't know what we're talking about yet but we'll figure that out as the day goes on before I leave I would like to let all of these lovely people want to give them a minute to let them know where you can find them let them know what they've got coming up and just again big big thank you um, I'm going to start with all things wrestling um, let us know where we can find you what, when, when you're next to be going live and anything else that you're doing coming up the floor is yours Tom thank you very much for joining us mate that's alright um Obviously, you can find me on YouTube forward slash All Things Wrestling. Um, coming up is obviously on Monday, 5 p.m. GMT. I have a podcast with my mate who will be discussing a few interesting topics. We cover like weekly news as well as interesting stories. And then Monday night, I'll be live for Raw. And during WrestleMania week, we have 
some good content coming up. I think we've got a video talking about how to fantasy book the Undisputed Era's uh, debut on the main roster. Um, predictions for both uh, NXT and WrestleMania, both with my friend. So we'll have a, a lot of content coming up in the next few weeks regarding wrestling. Also, uh, Twitter, I think it's the real King Tom, I think, on there, where I tweet out if I'm live because YouTube notifications yeah, um... suck. <laughs> and on YouTube, you're youtube.com slash all things wrestling, aren't you? Yeah. I got a personalized Twitter. Cool. For anyone personalized that will be YouTube. listening in podcast yeah, like... land. Yeah. You got a vanity you got a vanity symbol. You got a vanity symbol just like me. Yeah, um yeah, so if you're listening on the podcast, it's youtube.com slash all things wrestling on a Twitter at the real Tom King. The real King Tom, I think. That is a what culture reference. Uh, fun fact on that one. Really? Uh, that was dubbed by uh, King Ross. He gave me that name. Back when they were in uh, what culture. Really? Yeah. Cool. Uh, me and my <laughs> mate Alex Kingdom oh, uh, were, gonna... were actually on a live stream for the what culture extra um, watch along. We were we got on there in like a simultaneous three person chat and it was amazing. So we uh, were real part of that community when they were doing it on what culture extra so yeah it was really good no way. okay look there you go there you go you go exclusive to the power original channel extra little bit of the lore of all things wrestling um and we're gonna do something soon actually me and you mate because this is this has been great um now next up it is um crack screen productions um crazy dave would you like to let us know a little bit about where we can find you what you're up to for the next few weeks and stuff and um thank you very much as well for joining thank you very much mate yeah, not a problem. Thanks for having me. Uh, of course, you guys can find me on uh, YouTube at Crack Screen Productions. Uh, we're on Twitch uh, on Twitch as CSP underscore Crazy Dave. Uh, we've got our Twitter at Crack Screen P three Facebook, so we can actually you know have a have a chat one on one if you'd like. That's Crack Screen under People. Uh, Instagram. Uh, is uh, crack screen productions all lowercase all one word uh i recommend at least the facebook and the twitter because uh that if i'm live anywhere those are the two ones that are gonna have uh, uh have the posts go to them uh as for for anything else uh, it's pretty spontaneous when i'm on twitch uh if you know if i have time i get on there if not, I don't, but uh, I try and get uh, every single Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and every pay-per-view that goes with any of those uh, as a live watch-along reactions. Uh, if I can get a little bit of money rolling, I might do start doing the uh, Pokemon pack openings. I give away the codes as a contest. Um, for pay-per-views, if uh, I recommend getting your predictions in because uh, I do a contest with that contest with that as well. The goal is uh, to after WrestleMania, because that's the current one, to have uh, more wrestling-related digital codes because I don't need them. I take good care of my discs, so I want to you know pass along that to somebody else who can enjoy it. So what I do is over about three or four, maybe five pay-per-views at a time, uh, I keep the keep track of each person's predictions. You rack up a score for each one you get right. Those carry over. So, for example, uh, WrestleMania, I got five folks in for uh, 
four digital codes, uh, Deadpool 1 and 2, Captain America, the first one, it's a little bit older, but uh, as well as Boss Baby. Again, more. those were just ones I had laying around. I'm looking to get more kind of wrestling-related digital codes, if if that's even a thing. I like doing giveaways. Right. Thank you. And next up... Great. Yes, you do. And next up, um, Stephen from Stephen's Wrestling Ramble. You've got a minute. Go for it, my friend. Um, let us know where we can find you. And thank you for joining tonight. I know it was a bit of a struggle, but thank you for joining. Yeah, I apologize for that. On my end, uh, I just wanted to let uh, the other people know, Crack Screen Productions and all things wrestling, I have subbed your channels, rang the bell, so I'll know you're part of my list now. Put your notification squads and uh, begin those emails whenever you guys do your next live videos. But for me, you can find me on YouTube, youtube.com slash user slash Kaplin08, K-O-P-P-L-I-N-08. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the ramble underscore WWE, where my YouTube link is in the description in the bio there on my Twitter. And you can find the podcast on Facebook, just search Steve's Wrestling Ramble, and it should be in the groups there. So uh, thumbs that up, and yes, everybody's welcome to subscribe to the channel, ring the bell, and definitely follow me on Twitter because I am active every Monday, Tuesday, and Sunday pay-per-view, tweeting along, tweet-alongs for all events, WWE. Thank you very much. And of course, you can find me here on youtube.com slash Foul Original Wrestling. If you listen to the podcast, you can also find me at Foul underscore Original. And you can find this podcast, which will go out in a podcast form tomorrow, on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, all the things. It'll come out on all the things, but it'll start on fouloriginal.podbean.com. But that is it. It is half 12 almost here in the UK. Um, I'd like to, again, thank everybody that's joined today for the Hot Take Roundtable episode number nine. I will be doing another one of these, um, and we will be looking at this probably just after WrestleMania. Um, I do implore you to check out all these people's stuff. There are links in the description for all of them, and if you listen to the podcast, they are in the show notes. This has been a foul original. Thanks for watching. See you next time. And as we leave, as is tradition in the Hot Take Roundtable, if you folks would like to make some noise as I try to wrestle, closing the show, go for it. Make noises. Whatever noises you'd like. I think silence counts as a noise. Does it? (laughs) Thanks for all the guys who subbed during this uh, roundtable, though. Uh, I will say that. Thank you very much. Thank you all for watching. Yeah. And uh, I'll get my catchphrase in there while I can. Happy watching, guys. As always, take care. Nice. Bye. Spike it. There you go. I'll bring up the music. Bye, everyone. Bye. Have a great evening. And I don't know how loud the music is now. Thanks for listening to the show, and if you'd like to hear more, then feel free to follow me here on the podcast ways. Also, you can check me out on youtube.com slash foulorigineralwrestling for the weekly wrestling recap, which happens every Wednesday and Sunday live on YouTube, 8pm GMT. This has been a Foul Original podcast. Thanks for listening. Hear you next time.